ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. White Sox fans, welcome in to the Sox on Tap post-game show. Coming to you live from basement, Dave Marchese. It's Johnny Nani. I've got Tony Marchese, the host, alongside me. Crack them to a White Sox winner, 6-2, over the Minnesota Twins. To uh, record the second win of the series, fourth in a row. Tony, how are you feeling about that? Feeling fantastic, Johnny. I love what I saw today. Continuation of the last couple of ball games for the White Sox. It's always great to be drinking victory beers. It's even better to be doing it in person. Johnny, cheers. Crack them. Let's talk about a White Sox winner. Absolutely, Tony. Always good to get out on a Friday night and discuss a White Sox winner, um, especially when they're rolling in such big games, Tony. Coming into this weekend, Sean Roberts and I, when we were previewing this weekend series, we had said, we're done asking for three or four. We need a sweep, yada, yada, this and that. We said, play go time baseball. Play crisp, clean Hard baseball, and the White Sox have been doing that through the first two games of this series. They absolutely have. This is more than you can ask for from this team right now. I think the morale definitely hit rock bottom, rock fucking bottom in between those doubleheaders. We talked about it on the show a couple days ago. Now you're seeing an upswing. I don't know, man. I think this is the first night that I've ever used the words this team just has it. It because it felt like this team just has it after a win like this. There's a word that he said in there, Tony, and it's a very short one. Two letters. It. It. This team has it. We talked about that a shit ton last year. Haven't been able to very much at all this year. No, we haven't. And it's it's very incredible. There's a lot that we can break down from this. Luis Robert leaving the game early. Adam Engel coming in. Next man up type mentality. Just being able to beat the Minnesota Twins. You've lost Eloy Jimenez. You've lost Luis Robert. Didn't even fucking matter today. The team has it when you can go win ball games like that, especially when it happens in the Central Division where you're supposed to be taking care of business. They did that today. Feels incredible. Yeah, and beers just taste even fucking better. Yeah, victory beers always taste good. They taste even better when you have some it behind it, like we had just mentioned there, uh, the it factor when it comes to this team. Obviously not fully back because we were talking about this a lot last year. Like I said, maybe one of the two, three instances of it this year. So we're not going to go and do that. We're not going to use the B word yet. That's not allowed. Um, But White Sox did get the job done tonight uh, at 6-2 over the Minnesota Twins. Listeners, make sure you subscribe on Tap Sports Set on YouTube. Enjoy this conversation. You can go and feature comments there. Uh, I might have to do a little reaching over here to, uh, to our control deck to be able to get them tonight, but uh, we always enjoy having that interaction with you. So on Tap Sportsnet, YouTube, go subscribe. Uh, press the alert button so you know when we go live for all of these shows. But, Tony, let's get in, break down this game. This one is called Timmy Time for a reason. Um, this guy 
hit the game-winning hit. We always like to talk about it in four feathers, game-winning goal. Game-winning yes. hit in baseball is also cool and tough. Uh, he also made an outstanding play in the field. Um, Tim Anderson, does he have a swagger back? This is something that this White Sox team has been searching for. It's not surprising to me, Johnny, honestly, that Tim Anderson gets his swagger back a day after you see the White Sox dug out inexplicably having fun doing the things that so that was uh, confirmed you, from last night. Right? Yeah, that was confirmed. Hashtag confirmed. I'm sorry. We didn't get an update official update today, but yes, hashtag confirmed. The white okay. Sox dugout was Good having enough. fun last night. Good now enough. all of a sudden you see Timmy with the swagger back. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're, they're going to go on an even further run than what they've done so far here. We've still got a couple of ball games to finish out Johnny before the all-star break, but these are very interesting developments, in my opinion. Interesting developments when you see the, the, the dugout having fun. Now, all of a sudden, the next day, Tim Anderson's doing what he's doing. He's been a little bit lost in terms of the swagger, the, the general thing that you think that Tim Anderson's going to bring to the table, and then you go watch what he does tonight. Sometimes you just got to get the monkey off your back, Johnny. Yeah, sometimes you go in a slump. It happens. And guess what? This guy's one of the most consistent hitters when you go and look at over the past three years, really. Uh, it, it, you're bound to go in, into a slump. And Timmy was in one of those, but he broke out of it in a big way tonight. We'll get to exactly uh, those plays that we were talking about. But it did not start with him. It actually did. Actually, well, he did. He did. Hashtag yeah, set the tone with did. the leadoff single. But when we're talking about first runs of the games, it is a V club. Bring it at home. AV Club meets apparently at Target Field on a Friday night, Tony. You know, Johnny, I still got to go back and do my investigative research on, uh, you know, where the White Sox play better, whether it's uh, ballparks that have Miller Lite products or ballparks that have Anheuser-Busch products. But I'm just saying. You're not saying, but you're just I'm saying. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying the AV Club might like Anheuser-Busch. AV might like AB. I like that. I like yeah. that, Tony. You know, I do. So Andrew Vaughn gets it going. Two RBI single in the top of the first. That is a very hashtag set the tone uh, occurrence. It's very nice to see the White Sox scoring early uh, in these ball games in which they're reporting wins. So uh, Twins would answer back, though, in the bottom of the first uh, with a Kirilov to RBI double. Michael Kopech, um, a, little, a little erratic today. We'll get it. We'll get to the pitching side of things a little bit. But um, he gutted through this thing, uh, which we'll talk about more. Well, let's move on to that one, Mr. Tim Anderson, while we're on theme of offense here. Uh, and that was a solo shot game-winning home run. Ended up being in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, he got just enough of it, got it into that left field bullpen there. Um, Tony, how about some Timmy Swagger, some more. Bring it back. Hey, Timmy Swagger, the guy that's, that stirs the drink, the straw that stirs the drink for this Chicago White Sox offense, Johnny. He went out there on that pitch. And there's some debate whether or not if Byron Buxton was playing center field, if he would have caught that baseball, but that ball is out of a lot of ballparks. Got just enough to give his team the lead. You saw some leadership yesterday from Jose Abreu. You saw some leadership today from Tim Anderson. You saw a little bit more from Jose Abreu, but it, for all intents and purposes, the two leaders that were questioned have now shown up when it matters. And I cannot overstate this enough. Opportunistic. Opportunistic, cool and tough, doing the job the way it needs to be done. I am ecstatic with this. Deep center 
is cool and tough, man. Deep center is cool and tough, and that's what Tim Anderson did at that at bat. There is nothing more that you can ask for as a White Sox fan. I promise you this. There is nothing more that you can ask for than him showing up in that at bat right there. I'm a, I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah, when we talk about opportunistic, it's usually when we're talking about runners in scoring position, a big spot in the game, a pot, potential turning point, mm-hmm. right? Well, guess what? Sometimes the turning point can come when there's nobody on and there's, you know, kind of seemingly a, uh, you know, rolling along. Our guy Steve inning. says this all the time. Ball go far, team go right. far. The deploying the multi home run strategy was huge. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that next one in a second here. But opportunistic in, in terms of Timmy, uh, Jose leadership here that is, you know, when it counts, that when it counts, son. I like to say that uh, that's a, a good, another good phrase, uh, for being clutch. Um, uh, Timmy did it when it counts, uh, when the White Sox need it most. Biggest series of the year, and they've already taken two of at least four. Let, let's see, uh, where the rest of this weekend goes, but. As I mentioned, with that long ball, the multi-home run strategy that our guy NWI Steve likes so much. Uh, Adam Engel, Luis Roberts' replacement. Obviously, Luis left after the top of the first due to lightheadedness. Uh, Adam Engel, bona fide number three hitter, steps in and jacks a fucking three-run blast uh, out to left field. Smoked that baby. It was gone. White Sox go up 6-2. Never look back. Hey, I mean, it's only appropriate to roll the E for Adam Engel. Right. I think. Um, steps in. You saw Luis Robert do this last night, and now it's Adam Rangel that gets the job done right there. I I did not roll that as long as as Steve would roll Luis Robert, but you know it, you've got to you've got to give credit where credit is due. Adam like, next man up. Angle got the job done for the White Sox. Day puts it out of reach. Fucking cool and tough shit. Tony, next man up, Marchese, uh, on the postgame show uh, with Adam Engel, replacing Luis Robert uh, in that three-hole and in center field as well today, uh, coming up with the clutch hit. Like you said, next man up mentality. This is what this team enjoyed so much of last year when they had – because let's not kid ourselves. We've had terrible injury luck and, you know, just misfortune this year. Uh, but there, there was a lot of that last year, too. Uh, I think people forget that because uh, they did, were able to roll through a lot of that first part of the schedule. But a reason why they were able to was because of a next man up mentality. So uh, it, it is great to see. Obviously, you don't want to see a guy like Luis Robert going down who's hot as all hell right now. But um, at the same time, good winning ball clubs uh, have some depth. And guess what? Adam Engel finally showing that power that we all know he has. Hey, so. there's been times where Adam Engel's been down. You know you love him as a defensive replacement. The bat has played since 2020. This was a guy, man, that I I had written off early on before the White Sox, before it really felt like the White Sox were rebuilding, right? You had Adam Engel as part of this group of guys where you just felt like you yeah. saw him way too much. Right. You felt like you saw Adam Engel way too much. And there was a point in time where I would have just, and I think I've said this on Twitter before, I don't care if I ever see this man have another at bat in a White Sox uniform. And here he is over the past couple of years, <laughs> stepping up just in, in very heroic spots, playoff games, yeah. games in the division that mean a lot. He seems to be there when this team needs him. And that's more than you can ask for because on paper, Adam Engel is a defensive replacement at best who's supposed to be deployed very sparingly, whether it's a pinch running situation, a defensive replacement situation, maybe in your starting lineup a couple of times, 
Today he came in and he proved to be more than what you would ever ask for. Because in that same at bat, if Luis Roberts struck out, we would be we would potentially be talking about something different, man. We right. would potentially be talking about something different. He showed up when we needed him. Adam Engel, all the credit where credit is due. The dude just shows up sometimes, and it's incredible to watch. Tony, I think you summed it up perfect. Adam, next man up angle there. Uh, that's a perfect way to encompass that. So let's move on to the pitching side of things. That was all the offense that would be scored in this game. So Michael Kopech gets starting this one. Like I said, grinding through. But this is kind of a theme when I'm talking about White Sox pitchers here as of late. Because, yes, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from Johnny Cueto. But it's not the sexiest, most uh, wipeout kind of stuff. He kind of, you know, he he got in, in trouble with some guys on, you know, in terms of traffic on the bases. He's mm-hmm. had that in a couple of his starts, but especially last night against this very Twins team that Michael Kopech faced tonight. Uh, so Michael Kopech runs into some of those same things, uh, but the only damage comes in that bottom of the first, uh, and we kind of knew two runs wasn't going to win it anyway. He cinched her up and hunkered down after that. He did, and, you know, I'm just looking back at a couple of White Sox starts here. There's been a couple of starts where guys have gotten roughed up a little bit early. People are talking about, you know, oh, shit, this game's going to shit. I'm I'm getting out of here. I've noticed a different pattern, whereas earlier on in the season, yeah, okay, this game's over. Turn it off. Go watch whatever you need to watch. I'm a big fan of cops. I might watch (laughs) cops in this situation. You know, you're down four or five runs in the second, third, you know, whatever. I like to work up a sweat. So sometimes I'll turn on cops. Um, But the White Sox have done something a little bit different. They've been able to weather the storm. This is something that we talk about on four feathers all the time, weathering the storm, get out of whatever inning that's, that's trouble with as minimal damage as you can, because other ball clubs are going to score on you. They're the opposing offenses that are good. The Minnesota twins offense is really good. Cleveland Indians, pretty damn good offense. You look at the New York Yankees, damn good offense. Houston Astros, damn good offense. They've been able to limit damage. Whereas your 2018 White Sox, (laughs) your 2019 White Sox, even your close to 2020 Dylan cease start White Sox. Right would have an inning where you might give up six runs. The bigger the crooked number, the better you, better chance you have to win a ball game. They've limited damage. Michael Kopech did a really good job today limiting that damage, working through what he had. But I think, honestly, the biggest development that I saw out of Michael Kopech, who a lot of people have been talking about, maybe he's going through a dead arm period. Maybe there's something that's going on with his knee. You, you've, you've seen a couple of these things. We've discussed it here on the show. We've discussed it here on the show. I saw a couple 96. 97. 97. Got yeah. Hey, is he is he working his way back? He's yeah, not I, hashtag and, back yet. And I think there was – He's he is he working his way back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think the, another part of that too, the reason why you saw Johnny Cueto go so long, this is you're going to have a break here, uh, and things are going to reset after this All Star mm-hmm. break that's coming up uh, after these next pair of games uh, to close out the weekend. So uh, it maybe given a little extra oomph um, is the way that I would put it when I see those fastballs going up to 97, whereas before uh, at least maybe I just missed it, but the fastest one I saw in a couple starts before was 96. So, uh, yeah, I do think Mike Kopech may be 
possibly taking a step towards being back. But either way, the mentality is great. Whether you want to talk about the stuff and all that, and there's sure there's physical issues with the uh, the knee. I'm sure that cannot feel great after you hear something pop and then have to have liquid drain from it, uh, what, just the beginning of June. So uh, I'm sure that stuff is ailing him, but uh, 162 games is a long-ass grind. This is Michael Kopech's first time doing it as a full-time starter. So, hey, kudos to him because he was, what, 0-4 in his last five outings. So um, him being able to go out there and, like I said, limit that damage after the first inning was huge. And then he turns it over to a bullpen uh, uh, that starts with Joe Kelly. And I think a lot of people are on the edge of their seat for this one, Tony, but a clean inning for Joe Kelly. Um, that was nice to see. It's, it's always great when a guy who's been in your bullpen, who's struggled for a little bit, uh, maybe with some extra dramatics, you know, we like to make things cinematic around here. <laughs> the White Sox bullpen I, I appreciate when they make things a little less cinematic sometimes, uh, but for all intents and purposes, this was something that Joe Kelly really needed. Uh, uh, just a, a, a very decent inning of, of of pitching without some of the flair, some of the extra stuff. You don't need to bring in a stunt double yeah. to get through it. So for Joe Kelly, I think that's a, I mean, that's a stepping stone. It's something to build yeah. on. Yeah, I know it is. And it sucks because I feel like there have been a couple of them at certain points of season, but then it always seems to be followed by uh, a minor tweak and in injury or something like that. So let's hope Joe Kelly stays healthy here and can continue to build uh, on a scoreless outing uh, that he had. There you go. Fuck yeah. yeah crack, him, crack. Hey, crack him for the bullpen A squad, hey. Tony. How about Ronaldo Lopez, a guy that our guy NWR Steve wrote about on tapsportsnet.com. Go and check it out about how Raylo is settling into his role. But him, Graveman Hendricks, they go and lock this baby down. This has been bullpen A squad as uh, you know uh, as of late, and I think we can just talk about him as a group here. Uh, if you have any observations from any of them, go ahead, and then we can fire through and get on to uh, next game preview here. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. Uh, you know, uh, just some notes on all of this stuff. I think. If, if I want to go into some Raylo stuff, I'll save the listeners some time. Go back and listen to what we said about Reynaldo Lopez over the past couple episodes of the show. Yep. I don't need to rehash it. Go back and listen to it. Second thing, Kendall Graveman has really... Excuse me, Kendall Grave Digger. Kendall Grave Digger has cleaned up a little bit of the dramatics that we were just talking about. Right. I think that uh, overall, Kendall Graveman has been very serviceable for this ball club. He provides you that seventh or eighth inning comfort of someone who's going to get the job done because he just has to do it. Find me somebody that hates losing over somebody that loves winning. And Kendall Graveman kind of describes that to me. Johnny, I, I don't know what yeah, else you have to I, say I, on that. But I need he, to. He, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna plagiarize one of our co-hosts here, and that ahead. is Sean Roberts. And I saw it tonight again. Kendall Grafman is not afraid to work behind, and he can still manufacture outs within those yes. bats despite working. Does behind. that make him more dramatic, though? A little bit, but at the same time. Um, it is a style that he has been able to harness. Whereas you see when guys like Joe Kelly fall behind, they struggle. Jose Ruiz, when he falls behind, I, I will say Lucas, Lucas Giolito is your prime example right. when, of the anti-Kendall I would say majority of pitchers, when they fall behind, they struggle. But somehow Kendall Graveman is able to harness that. And this is all Sean Roberts. So uh, once again, a previous episode, uh, he had said it much more eloquently than I can after six beers tonight. So um, 
Kendall Graveman, you got some work to he, do. I know, I know. He, he keeps doing what he's doing, and uh, it's I see, like you said, I think it's a comfort factor for me. Uh, and he was the one that kind of started the year as kind of your standout reliever, so to say, because Liam is prone to his early season struggles at times. We've seen that this year. We've seen that last year. Um, and then some of the other guys, there's kind of a mishmash, right, with, with certain guys injured and whatnot at the beginning of the season. Kendall Graveman is now, at least in my mind, feels like he's back to that kind of early season form when a lot of people sort of started to fall in love with them within the White Sox fan base. I'll just ask you this question at this juncture. I know we're going off script a little bit here, but would you rather have eighth inning Clean ball game, socks up 2 nothing. You're going in the eighth. Reynaldo Lopez is available, and so is Kendall Graveman. Who are you going to, Johnny, if you're Tony La Russa, Ethan Katz? Oh, that is a tough one because Raylo has been showing out as of late. But for the established body of work, I would still give the nod to Kendall Graveman. And they've also set up a nice little role here. Let me go and we look down our list here uh, on our box score that we've got. Uh, it, it goes like that. Lopez, Graveman, Hendricks, right? It does. I like it. it the, does. The, but I'm just the roles asking, that they've settled I'm just into. Asking so I, yes, I would go. See, it, it's a slight. It's a slight advantage, but I would go to Kendall Graveman, even though I do really, really appreciate what Ronaldo Lopez has done. So, so are you telling me Tony Larusa in this situation? Say it's ALDS game two, right? Sox win game one. Johnny Cueto gives you seven innings of work. Sox are up two nothing. You've got to go to the bullpen. Raylo and Graveman are available. Who are you going to right now? I got to stick with my guns here. I might get crucified for it, but Kendall Graveman. I'm going to Kendall Graveman. Fair enough. There first first sign of trouble, go to Raylo. But I, I, yeah, I mean, both of them are probably warming up in your bullpen. Right. Exactly. It depends on the matchups. And honestly, it really depends on the matchups and how they face against those hitters. But uh, that's a good off script conversation. I think something that we can go in depth a little bit more on a Sunday Funday. But uh, Liam Hendricks locks it down here again uh, for the White Sox. No drama, no bullshit. Uh, We've had heart attack Hendricks in the past. Uh, He did not make it cinematic tonight. White Sox able to close this thing out six to two. Uh, Tony, it was excellent. Cracking beers, high fiving with you in the garage. Cheers again to that. It's the White Sox. Just one, another ball game over a division rival that they're chasing. So, um, feels good, man. Hey, let's have fun with this. I'm hoping that the second half for this season is filled with as much joy as we had on the first half of the 2021 season. Because that's when people are talking about this team, having fun, like looking at some of these things. I've seen signs of it. I've seen signs of it over the last four ball games. It's been fantastic to talk about. It's been fantastic to talk about with each and every one of you. It's been fantastic to talk about with you. It's been fantastic to talk about it with Steve and everybody else who's involved in the Sox on Tap post game show. I didn't get to do a show with Sean. Can't wait to. But overall, I'm looking for more victory beers over the next couple months. Then I am misery beers. And I think the Sox have put themselves in a position to do just that. If the trials and tribulations of this season came through the first half, fucking write it off, man. Let's go live the rest of the summer. 
the White Sox got a chance to do that. Oh, let's go do it. Oh, absolutely correct. And that, Tony, like you said, it definitely, I think you made a really good point uh, on the uh, comments that you had made yesterday when you were talking about, you know, we, we've been talking about turning points or, you know, kind of go time moments for it. This one does feel a little bit different. It feels like there's a different swagger behind it. Um, obviously, you can go and look at the results, the four in a row. That's great, especially against uh, division teams that you're chasing. But at the same time, you see the fun in the dugout. You see uh, the guys stepping up in clutch situations, i.e. Adam Engel tonight. Um, you, you see it's the, mul- the multiple home run strategy showed back up. It's- what a fucking what, – what, what, what an absolute, you know, just – joy to watch really it really is we have been deprived of this for way too much of the first half so uh let's hope this continues on through the rest of the series after the all-star break get a little bit of rest because you know you don't want to lose momentum but um these guys do need a break at some time and it will be good we should be able to reload with some talent after the break based on guys uh coming back from rehab assignments and whatnot so yes uh until then speaking of rehab assignments Let's let's just give a little update on on okay. your guy, yeah, your yeah. guy down in Charlotte. Yeah, he has Today, money. Had a little yeah. bit of a night. He has money. He has money. Grandall. Uh, he is uh, hitting tanks down in Charlotte. Hey, I think it was like four oh seven tonight. Um, he. Sorry, a little technical difficulties. Cameras punched out there for a little bit but yes money grandall went deep tonight uh he's had multi-hit games uh, a couple of times there down at charlotte uh he was also in birmingham before that he got off to a little bit of a start there so uh, he's catching a little bit uh he played some first base later tonight but there's still two more games for those charlotte knights as well uh, i know he's been working with the catching coach down there uh that was good to see and then jake berger was supposed to start a rehab assignment tonight tony uh but due to an illness that will be pushed back so we'll see what the deal is with jake berger there um but uh, that, that's your update from down on the farm in Charlotte. Tony, we've got big game coming up tomorrow. Once again, you want to extend this thing to five games on the winning streak. Yes, uh, do. It will be Lance Lynn on the mound. Uh, I know it's been rough as of late, but I don't know about you. Excuse me. I know about you because I'm going to be the DJ. We're firing up some fucking ZZ Top yes, after this are. to speak the Fear the Beard Lance Lynn Day vibes into existence. Hey, man, sometimes you got to get paid. Uh, sometimes... Lance Lynn's going to take the mound and fucking shove. And that's going to be tomorrow for your Chicago White Sox. Johnny, I'm going to go ahead and give my pick to click for tomorrow. Yeah. If that's all right with you. Yes. I'm going to give my pick to click for tomorrow. And that guy is going to be Tim Anderson. Haven't taken him in a while. I love what I saw from him today. I think he's going to get out there and set the tone. I I love it. I, I love that pick. Um, when we're talking about it, we've got a uh, Dylan Bundy on the mound for the Twins. So right-hander, obviously the White Sox faced a left-hander to start tonight's game, uh, even though they did get in the bullpen fairly early uh, with right-hander on the mound. Oh, man, I went to Gavin Sheets last time. I kind of want to again, but... Uh, do it. Do it for me. Do it. Let's 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 take the Gavin Sheets. All right, let's do it. Do it for me. Let's do it. I'll, do it for I'll, me. I'll ride Gavin Sheets again. Let's do it just because I'm here in your humble abode. Uh, Tony, I will ride with Gavin Sheets, but if he is for some reason not in the lineup, I will ride with Yohan Moncada because I believe he was a backup for me tonight. Uh, was uh, not picked uh, due to my first one being in the lineup, so uh, we will go with uh, Sheets Moncada as the backup. So um, let's ride, Tony. One ten p.m. start. Uh, it'll be a day game here. I think that calls for some Saturday day drinking. It might. It might call for some Saturday day drinking and. We might be together in person doing another one of these live shows. 
And that would be fucking sweet if we can make that happen. Johnny, I know we've got a lot of ZZ Top to listen to. Right. After this. A lot of beers um, to drink. There's there's a golden tea that what? needs to be played. A lot there of There might be beers. some pool that needs to be played. So follow along on our Twitters. Johnny, let the people know where they can find us if they want to know what we're doing to celebrate a White Sox winner tonight. Yeah, right. Uh, check out OnTap Sports Nut and Sox on Tap uh, on Twitter for uh, all of that content coming through. And then you can also subscribe, as I said earlier here, uh, on our YouTube page, on Tap Sports Nut. Join the conversation. We love having the comments in here, interacting with listeners, uh, pulling some of these up during the stream. Uh, a little hard for me. A little, a little bit of a reach here if I were to get to the control center tonight. So if you commented, we thank you. I uh, was not able to pull them up because I was too friggin' dialed in after a fourth White Sox winning in a row here. But He's um, had seven beers now? Seven beers? Yeah, yeah, sure. Get that number up to yeah, ten. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers. Yeah, those, pump those up. Those are rookie numbers, Tony. But uh, we, we will we will pump those up. Um, last thing on tipsportsnet.com, where you need to go for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Tony, it was great to be in your garage tonight, watching this one, taking in a fourth consecutive White Sox winner. Hope to do it again tomorrow. Until next time, White Sox, White Sox forever. forever.